What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we get you prepared for week two. Give you the who's hurt list. We'll give you the players or who to target for right now for the scared fantasy owners because of their bad week one. And we're going to set you up with the lineups talking about every game for week two coming up right now. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. Podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. 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 What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome to another fantastic, informative, entertaining, intriguing, and somewhat extremely annoying episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex Hitless here with my co-host, live and direct with much effect. The one that's not annoyed. I don't know why you're being like, why, why are you saying it's annoying? But anyway, we could the, be annoying. The one that's not annoyed, Alex Marchetti. You're not annoyed by me? No. Nah, man. Come on, man. I beat you every week. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. We need some new drops there, man. Come on. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic I did not lose. You lost in all your ESPN leagues. I did lose in all my ESPN leagues. Right. You got the, the Matthew Berry jinx going on. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> Annoyed you? No. Some listeners are. They probably turned it off already. They're like, what's going on? <laughs> Why did the intro music came I back? think I said also in the beginning, I think I said my co-host with much respect, live and direct with much effect. I think or something like that. A lot. Of, I, I do have a lot of effect in you, right? You do, Marchetti. You do. In Ooh. a very positive way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it started. All right. So week two underway. We have a lot going on over here for this week of fantasy football. Uh, a lot of news to talk about. We talk about the who's hurt list, which is... Just our way of calling our injury report, basically. We just called Who's Hurt. That's what we just talk about our segment. We got to come up with drops for these things. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then we're all here. We're going to dive right into it. We're going to get ready to prepare you for week two. Uh, everything you need to know about, you know, redraft, your redraft leagues your and also your daily leagues. We also give you your updates on. Uh, speaking of daily, want to give a quick shout out to Overlay DFS. Quick shout out to Overlay DFS. Uh if you guys haven't heard about Overlay DFS, they are a new form of daily fantasy football, the way they play. You know, so basically, it's if, if you know, if you're sick and tired of losing on FanDuel and DraftKings to these sharks that over have over 100 lineups in each contest, you know, you, you faced that before. Yes. It's out there, especially if you're in the DFS community. You know, there's all these sharks that have like 100 lineups in each of these contests. Overlay DFS has a new revolutionary start-sit game for fantasy sports. Say it, what? Say what? It's like... So they are the home of the single-entry GPP. Here's how it works. You decide who will score more fantasy points, not just like touchdowns or passing yards or rushing yards or anything like that, just total fantasy points in general between the two players in their respective matchups. You make 12 picks in the matchup options listed. For example, this week's two, uh, for this week's NFL 2 matchups, they include... 
Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. Sony Michelle or James White. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Chris Carson, Matt Ryan, and Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins. So, like, you just pick between those two and those men in matchup. So, who do you think is going to have more points? Julio Jones, DeAndre Hopkins. Who would you pick? I'm going to go with <laughs> Hopkins. I, I would, too. So, between Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan, who would you go? That's a tough one, but um, I'm going to go with Carson. I'd probably go Matt Ryan there. So, like, Sony, Ma- yeah. Sony Michelle or James White? That's a tough one. Yeah. James White. i go Sony Michelle. And then you do like Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. Give me give me some Tom Brady. TB twelve. I'll take Phillip Rivers. Tom Phillip, Bra- Tom Brady might they might just blow away the whole lead and then uh you know what I mean? Phillip Thunder- Rivers has no one to throw to besides Kenyon Allen. He's, uh, Austin Eckler. Oh yeah, Austin Eckler. Anyways, the point the, the the point is <clears throat> it's little things like that. And it's all what this is great about this platform also is that if you're brand new to fantasy football, or if you want to get your significant other into fantasy football, or one of your friends into fantasy football, like if you're gonna get somebody brand new into it, instead of explaining like the massive research that well, if you want to get really, really good at it, the research that you do into it, you know, like on daily fantasy football or even on this redraft stuff, this is just a real quick, easy way to pick. To play, you know, you tell them like, "Hey, just pick between these two. And then they, even if they don't know the players, they make they pick. <clears throat> and then if they're right, oh wow, the player I picked, you know, oh Sony Michelle did have more points than James White. Okay, wow. So now you know who Sony Michelle is. And then maybe you know in the future you start playing. Oh no, he's been doing really good because he had these more points. And then you start learning about that. I think it's a great, fantastic way to introduce it into fantasy football because uh, there's very there's a lot less research involved with this type of game, gameplay. Uh, if you finish in the top 10% of the field, you win nine times your buy-in. If you go a perfect 12-0, and 0, win the progressive bonus of over $25,000. Uh, week one's money uh, winners went 0-4 and, and won nine times their money buy-in. Um, they have buy-ins of all levels. If no one hits the perfect 12-0 and 0 record, the progressive bonus keeps growing and rolling over. It's like the super contest, but for DFS. Uh, don't get shut out. Visit www.overlaydfs.com today. Go check them out. Go check them out. Overlaydfs.com. Check them out today. So, uh, talking all about with uh, with fantasy football so going on. So, let's get right into it. Let's talk about like the injury report. Let's talk about who's hurt. The biggest news that just popped up right before we were recording this podcast, which we're recording it on September 12th at 11 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> Sam Darnold. Turned into a teenager and is not playing anymore this week because he has mono. Mono? Who put his business out there to say that because he has mono? Who put that business out there? You know, when we were kids and we found out like a girl had mono, we had to stay away from that girl. She had the cooties. Cooties. It's basically the adult way of saying cooties. And now freaking Sam Darnold has the cooties. Yeah, he has the cooties. <clears throat> second, second, second year as a pro and he already has cooties. Ah, man. Well, there he goes <coughs> with the cooties. So he has mono, so he is out, and he may miss multiple weeks. It's not just this week. They said that he may miss multiple weeks. Yeah. Uh, whoever owns a couple of wide receivers are definitely going to be hurting, like Jamison Crowder. It l- looks, yeah. <laughs> well, like I got Jamison Crowder. And, whoa, he's on my bench, guys, though. Robbie, so, whoever has Robbie Anderson, I, I think, sorry. I've seen people drop Robbie Anderson already. Really? Yeah. A lot of the people do a lot of panic drops. I heard in other leagues that people drop David Montgomery. A lot oh, of panic wow. drops. Yeah, that's panic drop. Now, in our league, uh, in the FYPM, uh, someone dropped Robbie Anderson, I believe. It's crazy. Why? Nah, he has tough matchups with the cornerbacks. But anyway, uh, I do like Le'Veon Bell here. 
But Le'Veon Bell also has shoulder soreness, and he is not practicing today. He's actually getting an MRI today for his sore shoulder. I Gase guess I don't like that much <laughs> Le'Veon Bell now. Yes. <laughs> Adam Gase says he seems optimistic about it. Uh, but, yeah, he has a short shoulder. Uh, so they don't know about his Monday night availability, which is always terrible, especially when you have such a stud player. You probably spent, like, a very early first-round pick to get Le'Veon Bell. And for him not to have this shoulder soreness, and for a Monday night game, it, it sucks. Yeah, for any star-studded player that you have in your team and they're questionable for a Monday night game, it's anxiety. There's always anxiety in there, and you're not sure. And, you know, that's that's why it's good to have that, that extra roster spot. But you don't want to burn a roster spot just in case, let's say, Le'Veon Bell doesn't play and you were counting on him to play. And then you have to pick someone up and you got to drop someone. Sometimes you got to do that, but that sucks. I hate it. I hate when that happens. Uh, yeah, I do too. Uh, Darius Geis. So this is this this is the updates about all about Darius Geis, right? So he was in Pensacola to get to go get uh to go meet with uh, James Andrews to look at his knee, and uh, they said that he had the likely he would have surgery on his meniscus and it would be four to six weeks if he recovers, right? That's by Ian Rapport. Then Adam Scheffner reports that. <clears throat> Uh, you remember James Andrew to get a second opinion on his torn meniscus per sources in the likely event that Geist decides to undergo undergo surgery. He would expect to be sidelined six to eight weeks. So not four to six weeks, six to eight weeks, which is what we said about Darius Geist. Unfortunately, this was the uh, concern concerned about him being drafted so low. I know a lot of people have like a flex player like, uh, you know, Shout out to my boy Hota. He was a big Darius Geis fan, and, and with good reason. But you know he gets hurt. Hey, if Adrian Peterson is still out there, pick him up. Pick him up. Uh, for yeah, definitely. If he's still out there, pick him up. Uh, for sources only, and he's starting this week, Adrian Peterson. For mm-hmm. sources only, describe Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams' ailment as a sore knee, and adds he's week to week. Degree or location of soreness not shared. My understanding, it is possible Williams misses week two at Detroit at this time, but no definite game status given either way. So uh, that's something. Uh, pretty big to worry about like you said like you know you thought that philip rivers has already throw about uh it also looks like hunter henry's gonna be out four to six weeks that's unfortunate he's always getting injured every season so uh james connor was uh Ill, had, was at limited practice and he's questionable for sunday because of the fact of his uh illness uh, he should be okay joe mixon uh the update what you said you know the mri before was all good so it right now he's just questionable to play he did not practice has not been back at practice we'll keep you updated at best we can best good time to plug this in follow us on instagram and on twitter at bfb podcast both our handles bfb podcast also on the fantasy life app which is a great community i'm on there on sundays to give the last minute start and sit questions you could always hit me up anytime with any questions at better fantasy bureau uh, AJ Green came off the walking boot, started running, uh, but they don't want to bring him back earlier than he's supposed to. So uh, it's I still I still think it's about like four weeks and week I think week five he'll be back. Week five. That's me guessing. That's just me guessing. That's no official report. That's no official timeline. That's just me guessing. All right. So that's not your like you know analysis no. as a as a doc, doctor flex analysis, huh? No, 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 no. We should have the official doctor to BFB, Doctor Fernandez. Let's yeah, he it. should come in. He should come by. And give us these, uh, you know, news and notes and uh, on this and the injury report. I'm gonna get so many text messages later now if you just saying that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> oh I think God, this, I think this is a perfect idea. <clears throat> All right, so 
AJ Green is off the walking boot. Um, Amari Cooper back in full participation. We know he aggravated his foot a little bit, but it seems to be not a major concern. He should still be okay. Uh, yeah, and you said uh, David Moore. looks like he, he's uh, back to practice. He's not playing this week, but he's back to practice. Yeah. Right. Uh, Larry Fragel was not at practice, but due to a non-injury, but I think he says, uh, I think should be okay. Uh, Tyler Lockett has a back injury, so he did not practice. So, um, you know, that's something to be concerned about, but I think he should be also still be okay with his one target for 44 yards and the touchdown <laughs> to give us that again. <clears throat> he still, uh, you know, gave you some numbers with his one target and one touchdown. Yay. <laughs> uh, and uh, for tonight's game, at least against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and um, Panthers, Greg Olson, his back did not participate. Uh, and he's well, he's questionable for tonight, but still, um, I wouldn't look to start him if I was you. <laughs> I would like to start somebody over like um, Darren Waller or people that were taking over the weekend, you know? Yeah. All right, Marchetti, let's talk about this. Let's get into it. Let's, uh, before we get into week two, real quick, before we get into that, we'll get into that in the next like a couple of minutes. But we want to just mention some quick players to start targeting. From the scared owners. There are some players that did bad last week. We mentioned them last week. The stud muffins who done nothing. But let's talk about some of these players that you should. You mentioned it uh, last week, which is a good advice, that you should target somebody like David Montgomery. Somebody that, you know, if the owner's scared about him. And not for nothing. Also, <clears throat> Matt Nagy even said to fantasy owners, he said, listen, he's, we love him. He's doing great. He's a rookie. We still got to integrate him. We're still bringing him along slowly. So, he might not, and he even said he might not give you those fantasy points that you wanted anytime soon. <clears throat> Dave Montgomery for me is definitely not a drop. He's definitely a stash, but you know, definitely a, he's still a play for me for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, he's still a play for me. I'll probably more than likely play him this week. And then after this week, I'll probably reevaluate that. It depends on who else I'm playing him over. <clears throat> but the fact is, is that he's, um, he's still out there and then, and, uh, Matt Nagy even said fantasy owners want the automatic, especially I'm sure you pay like a third round pick from you want the automatic production from them. But it looks like, you know, we're still going to, they're still going to use that whole committee with Mike Davis still involved there for the time being until he notices that Matt, that David Montgomery is the best running back he has and then to unleash him. So who else do you think somebody should target as far as uh, having a bad game week one for Miles Sanders, Uh, Miles Sanders. He, he looked good. You know, with the limited touches he had, obviously with 11 carries, 25 yards on paper, it doesn't look good at all. So it seems like, uh, you know, like as far as snap shares, he's getting a good even amount. You know, um, Darren Sproles is still, you know, involved and he did pretty good, you know, but um, Miles Sanders, you know, people drafted him high and they might be, you know, on tilt. He's a good running back to target at this moment because you know you're talking about an Eagles offense that you know they're they're gonna get better as as they go they had a slow start with the Redskins but if you saw the second half they came and uh you know they 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 won so Miles Sanders is a guy that I will target I've, I've been trying you know throw some you know darts uh trades and see if any of them stick none of them has has stuck or you know trying to entertain some offers and well you know that's one player that I have in mind Miles Sanders Miles Sanders is definitely somebody that you could look at, especially with, uh, you know, get the scared owner. Not for nothing, somebody could also look at for a scared owner. Um, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, 100%, I think, is somebody you could look at. He's out about four to six weeks. Uh, yes. We don't know if it's going to be more than that. 
I mean, best case scenario could be less than that. But Tyreek Hill is somebody that you could look at to take away from a scared owner. If somebody feels like they don't have enough death at um depth at the wide receiver position, maybe they took Tyreek Hill in the first round or early second round and then went running back heavy. You know, maybe they feel like they don't have like enough of that uh, wide receiver depth to uh, continue on for a couple of four to six weeks, even to, you know, make it to the playoffs. So, you know, target Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> See what you could get out of him. You know what I mean? Maybe give him like a wide receiver two and a running back two or something like that. Maybe if you, if you have the space to hold on to him, just like in one league, I have both Tyreek Hill and AJ Green. Yeah. But I feel like I have enough um, depth in that team that I could uh, still be relevant for that. Uh, another player that I'll be targeting is O.J. Howard. He has 78.6% snaps. Uh, I know he only he only uh, had a, a few points. Uh, I, can't, I can't get the stats up here. Whoops. But uh, well, how many had he had? Uh, yeah, he had uh, not that many good points. But uh, anyway, O.J. Howard is a guy that you should go, you know, target at the moment, especially if you missed out on T.J. Hawkinson and uh, Darren Waller. You know, on the waiver wire, OJ Howard is a guy that I'll target. You know, I I expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to bounce back in their offense. They had a dreadful first week. You know, obviously Jameis Winston being the reason why, <laughs> but uh, OJ Howard is definitely gonna get the looks, and they're gonna be trailing from behind. So even if it's garbage points, he's gonna compile the points for you in that Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. No, I agree with uh, OJ Howard there. Um, see, what I'm saying like. These are the play. These are the wide receivers I have on my team, where I have both Tyreek Hill and AJ Green. I still have Tyler Lockett, Michael Gallup, Marvin Jones, um, and John Brown. So I still got a pretty good amount of uh, wide receivers, at least. Though. And I just picked up DJ Shark, so I have some decent wide receivers to hold me down for the time being. Hold me down, bro. Yeah, but I have some pretty good running backs on that team: James Conner, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Devin Singletary. So I'll be okay. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, OJ Howard is definitely somebody else to look at to target. Uh, another guy, I think definitely, definitely go target. Somebody might be scared about it because of the wildly poor, not poor, but low numbers they put up. Sony Michelle. Somebody may be scared about Sony Michelle. Somebody out there. I think in most fantasy football leagues, it shouldn't be. They should know it was just a game script that took the best of it. But still, Sony Michelle would when he puts up only one point four points. That's scary. That is scary. So um, definitely go and target Sony, the Sony Michelle owner, see what you can get, squeeze out of them. You know, these are, per, these are people that you could sell low to. I don't mean give them away a kicker, but, you know, you could sell low to somebody with, like, Sony Michelle, you know? Yeah. Um, also, somebody else that I think that uh, you should look at. Oh, but not, somebody else that you should look to even trade away. I mean, we're not going to get too much into that yet. I mean, this is just people you should be targeting. But somebody, Oh, you know, like you could target somebody like a James Conner as well. Yeah, target James Conner. Mm-hmm. Another one that you could target, but you know this, this goes both ways, right? So, carry on Johnson. You know he he only has he, he had a poor uh, uh, performance. You know, sixteen rushing attempts, and he only had, against like a subpar Cardinals defense too. Yeah, a, a Cardinals defense ha- who has a lot uh, who lost a lot of defensive players. You know that they're, they're not playing at the moment. You know, sixteen rushing attempts. Uh, he only had forty nine yards. He was averaging three point one yards per game. You know, per per touch. That's and, a way better advice than James Conner. What you're saying. Yeah, so uh, C.J. Anderson, I know a lot of people are concerned because C.J. Anderson had a good amount of uh, rushing attempts as well. He had 11 touches, and, you know, he had 35 yards. He did, he did slightly better, but, you know, he was involved, and, you know, some uh, owners are going to panic and be worried about this. So, on Johnson, you know, 
I, I, I like him. I got him dynasty. I feel like he he has the talent. It's just, you know, week one is very tough to gauge. So there might be, you know, some owners that are just panicking and they're like, you know what, this is not working out and they want to sell. So he's a player that I'll definitely target as well. Um, <clears throat> no, carry on Johnson fantastically, especially because it seems like that committee is going to be a real, real thing. Another person also to really target also with the same kind of effect, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley somebody you could offer because it seems like that he's not going to be the workhorse that he used to be. Now, I personally think that Tom, Gur- Tom Gurley, Tom. Todd Gurley is going to be okay. I personally think he's going to be just fine because of the fact that he is um, – he took over more in the second half, and he ran really well in the second half. I think they're just slowly bringing him back into the NFL speed. But I don't think he's going to get, like, the total 100% of shares like he used to. <clears throat> like you said, he's going to be Alvin Kamara-ish, you know, with the shit, with the ball shit, with the snap shares that he gets. And That's yeah, the efficiency. Instead yeah. of, like, Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley or Ezekiel Elliott-ish, yeah. he's going to be more Alvin Kamara-ish. Still produce a lot of points, but in a bit more of a committee, you know? Yeah. That's what it seems like more to me. So Todd Gurley is definitely. But somebody could look to trade away, too, that if you, I think, not for nothing, if you wanted to, to get one of those guys, and if you want to look to trade away somebody, <clears throat> you could sell really high at this point. We're not going to get into the sell highs topic of this conversation. But one guy, definitely Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Sammy please. Watkins, somebody you could sell high for. I heard, listening to the Fantasy Footballers podcast uh, on the way home last night from work, I heard that somebody offered... Um, Devin Singletary, Sony Michelle, and Stefan Diggs. I'll take. I'll take it. And the person considered taking it. Not that considered. They considered it. I'll, I'll take it immediately. I would a hundred percent take it immediately. So even like Andy <laughs> Holloway was saying, like I don't, I don't understand how you could consider that trade. But you got to drop a few players though. That's what Jason Moore said. So like you know, I mean, as much as like I'm giving you three players or one, you still got to drop two. So. That's a fair consideration. That's what Jason Moore was saying, that consideration. But Mike Wright was saying that he wouldn't take it because he says that you're going to have the the starting, you know, um, you're going to have the, the, the number one wide receiver for the Chiefs offense in that league for a while if Tyreek Hill's out. But, you know, it's also you get this the risk that comes with Sammy Watkins. For the, this is going into his sixth year playing football, and he every year has that, that risk emerged, why he's a risky player. Why is the reason that nobody wants him on this team? Because he is just that much of a risk. Yeah, he's an injury concern. So it just, even with Tyreek Hill missing out this, this, much, this amount of games, Sammy Watkins could easily get hurt next game. Yeah, and there goes his uh, value, you know. But uh, so yeah, that's that's what's plagued him. You know, when you say Sammy Watkins, you say injuries. Yeah, injuries is what plagues Sammy Watkins and goes with his name. So and the reason his name even still gets considered because of the fact that he is a talented wide receiver. That's why his name, even with all the injuries, still even in consideration sometimes. Yeah. So that's crazy. I'll definitely take that trade unless I have a monster team and I'm dropping some very valuable players, but. For instance, you know, you might have some backup or handcuffs. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that easily. I would right 100% take that yeah, trade yeah. without even thought. So that's, that's, if you look at a trade away somebody high. As a commissioner, I'll even question that trade. I mean, what's going on? Why are you trading Sammy Watkins if you're in the, three players? If you're in the league, that, league, that, that trade is getting vetoed across the board with vetoes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that will definitely be uh, something that, as a commissioner, will be on it's, my desk. It's, and it's I like they're, they're, they're probably under some sort of influence. When they did it, I was like, "Did you did you tote? Yeah, did you tote some? You know." So like 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 the guy like um this one guy says uh like I remember we in another league I'm in a fab league 
Yeah. And then, you know, like where we spend the money. So the budget is $1,000. And then uh, I put 150 on Terry McLaurin, right? Out of $1,000, I put 150 on Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Um, then some other guy, he ended up putting $350. 35% so we, of his uh Yeah, fat. we were like, what in the world are you doing? 350 on Terry McLaurin in the first week? That's crazy. And they were like, yo, this guy's like doesn't want to spend, he doesn't care about spending the luxury cap. He'll spend the luxury space. I like McLaurin a lot, right? I, I like him a lot, but- you also have to consider that Case Keenan might not start the whole season, you know? And Yeah, consider the whole Redskins offense in general. It could be just a good game. And he's a rookie. We don't know. But the point was that he spent that high that much that high amount of money and then he put in the group chat, he goes, In my defense, I was pretty high when I did that. Uh, so he's he like high. <laughs> there you go. I put high amount of money when I was high. Stay off the weed. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. All right. uh, just well, since we were talking about so high, uh, one that I would definitely will just throw out there and see if anyone is interested, and if I'm an owner of him, is Lamar Jackson. Uh, people might be, like, you know, buying in on Lamar Jackson. I might as well try to sell as high as possible and get something in return because quarterbacks, is you could easily replace quarterbacks. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is, you know, he puts some monster numbers, but, you know, you know, you you could get you could get a, another quarterback that's decent, and if you get a good RB two, maybe, you know, you're just beefing up your squad. So you know, that's a player that you know you could possibly sell high on, and you know, get something in return. Yeah, you don't, uh, know, you don't know about that one. I, I, I wouldn't want to give away Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you don't want to give away Lamar. I, I unless, Lamar he's your, Jackson. unless he's your backup quarterback. If you took two quarterbacks, like he he's my starting quarterback in two weeks. All right, yeah. So in my dynasty, I have him and Tom Brady. So. You started Brady. No, I started Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay, thank God. Oh, God. I started Lamar Jackson. Even, but Brady had a great game. You know, I ended up losing my matchup because I went against, I think, the highest scoring. You know, we were the, both the highest scoring, but we split because of, of the the league average anyway. All right. Anyway. Anyways, we got to let's get into these games because we have a lot of games let's to talk go. about. And we have not that much time to talk about it. Uh, I was going through the first half of the show. Let's start off with tonight's game. Buccaneers and the Panthers. This is uh, going to be a good game. I know over the weekend, the Panthers defense was a popular pickup because of the fact of how poor Panthers defense popular pickup because of the poorness of James, poor play of Jameis Winston. A lot of peace <laughs> popping um, because of how poor Jameis Winston performed more peace <laughs> over last week. Uh, so a lot of people are playing the Panthers defense this weekend. Also, the Browns is going to be a popular play this weekend. Also, if Le'Veon Bell does in fact sit out, also with Sam Darnold sitting <laughs> out, so it looks like it's going to be a good oh, play. I should make that pickup now as we're speaking. I already have him in one thing. Oh uh, yeah, damn, darn so, it. Um, so yeah, so the 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 Buccaneers versus the Panthers. I mean, obviously, you're definitely playing um, Christian McCaffrey without a doubt. You're definitely playing. That that's pretty much it. Who you're definitely playing? It's like Chris uh, Godwin, play, Mike play, Evans. You're definitely playing. I think I play so. DJ Moore. I played. He had a decent game showing last week. You know, he you know seven receptions, seventy six yards. Uh, I definitely you know you, you have to play him because the Buccaneers. All right, I know that uh, the Niners looked dreadful. Jimmy G only had ten point four fantasy points last mm-hmm. last game against the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers like. You know, they're, they're known to have a bad defense. So it just might have been the luck of the draw. You know, week one, you still iron things out. Now there's things on tape. Uh, and, you know, Cam Newton, I know he's uh, lingering that, that, that injury, that leg injury, but uh, you have to 
play one of these wide receivers. No, you're definitely going to have to play DJ Moore anyways because I'm pretty sure with what you paid to get him, he's not sitting on your bench in redraft leagues. Yeah. I mean, I just I wouldn't look for him in daily. I really wouldn't. It's not like... Because he's not the greatest wide receiver yet, I mean, it's a good matchup, but it's because he's not the most talented wide receiver out there yet that I think it's like I love him in a daily league. You know what I mean? No, like, for the price that he's going in daily, I'd rather go somewhere I cheaper. Think, I think he's somebody that's fair for his price, but not too much upside. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So that's why, uh, like like Christian McCaffrey, somebody's going to be one of the highest, if not the most expensive or most costly person in daily this week, which if you want to spend the money on Dish Christian McCaffrey, I 100% understand why. You know what I mean? But, you know, spending money on DJ Moore, I think you can find better options elsewhere is what I'm trying to say when it comes to daily. Uh, OG Howard, I think, is, a, is is pretty good for this league also. I just think it was more poor play of, of James Winston. Hopefully, his performance on the field, James Winston's quarterback performance is a lot better because then it would only improve the guys like OG Howard, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Yeah, no, I, I do like OG Howard here. Um, you you got to play Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, but because you drafted them so high, you know, so you, you have to play them. Uh, and you know what? Interesting, Panthers allowed 27.4 fantasy points to a running back. So there is going to be a running back in this team. I know that no one, none of them are attractive enough, you know, but... They're they, ugly. They're, they're ugly. But, you know, there might be an opportunity that these one of these running backs is going to, you know, have a good game. So the one that you probably I'll pick out of the three has to be Ronald Jones. You know, he had a good showing last week. And, you know, uh, if you got to pick out of the litter of this horrible, you know, dirty litter, hey, take a chance with Ronald Jones if you have him. And let's say your owner that just lost Darius Geis, you know, and is worried about Le'Veon Bell playing Monday Monday night. You know, this might be the option that you have yeah, to go if, with. If you're like in that kind of boat, you know, yeah. you're looking for kind of like a little bit of a lifesaver, I guess that's what gives you the best chance to survive. Yeah. At least in that situation. Um, so the spread for this game is uh, the Panthers with uh, six point five. I take the Panthers covering that spread. I got the Panthers covering um, over under. What the over under? I'll take the over forty nine and a half. You take the over. So you, so you see this game uh, being you know there's gonna be a lot of points on the board. I see Jameis Winston doing better than what he did last week. But I see the Panthers is completely dominating. Yeah, I, I do believe that, too. So I'll say, yep, over. And oh. I got the Panthers winning, of course, also. Um, yeah, Panthers winning, of course, Yeah, if they're covering. <laughs> well, yeah, if they're covering, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, moving, moving on, on now on. to the Cardinals and the Ravens, doggy. Tell me about it. The Cardinals and the Ravens over here, you're definitely going to be starting Mark Ingram, Mark Andrews, and, uh, you, you know, those, and, you know, Lamar Jackson. Mark Andrews, what a great game. Yeah, he had a good game. What uh, a great game. <laughs> uh, you're definitely going to start those guys in, in there. As far as, um, you know, the the hottest waiver pickup right now. Marquise Brown. Marquise Hollywood Brown. I don't know if I'll start him, you know, because I know he did great with limited snaps. But, uh, you know, like, I don't know if he's a must start. That's the only one. Right. But, he's not a must start. But if you're like a Tyreek Hill owner. And you lost him. You know what I mean? It, uh, other players that are like maybe like, you know, with other injuries. I wouldn't mind taking a shot at him. Yeah. I just would lower my expectations. Keep my expectations lowered. If you keep your expectations lowered and if he ends up disappointing, you're not that upset. But if you think he's going to do what he did last week, you're going to just like set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for depression like that. Okay. Yeah. Depression is a strong word, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no. But, you know, Arizona, they allowed the 11 most points to White House last week. So, 
Yeah, if you're one of those Tyreek Hill owners that just you know you just lost him, then yeah, you could take a shot with Marquise Hollywood Brown here. And as far as in the Arizona side, you know, I'm I'm starting Christian Kirk. I know he didn't do that good last week. You know, he only had ten point four fantasy points, but I believe uh, you know he's you know he's he's going to do better, and he's going to be consistent. He's going to give you double digits. You know, he's going to be a worthy uh, flex player. David Johnson had an awesome game. 25.7. I know this is a stout Baltimore Ravens defense, but, you know, you definitely got to start David Johnson. And uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who would you rather start, Larry Fitzgerald or Christian Kirk? Larry Fitzgerald. You would go with Fitz, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say the same, yeah. If if you had to pick one of the two, I'll say Larry Fitzgerald for sure. Yeah. Wow. He, he had a good game. He's, I don't know, he doesn't he's age. Still he doesn't doing age. It. He's still doing it, man. Because, you know, what? he's just. You saw that, like, long catch that he had? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nah, he's still doing it. He's 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 still talented. You know what it is. Also, he's super smart. He knows how to run the routes. He knows how to beat defenders. He's he's I, a big life is Yelp fan. Um, but yeah, so Dave, David Johnson also definitely to play. Uh, Would you start uh, Kyler Murray? No, I was going to ask you that. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll not s- against the Ravens, Baltimore yeah, this- uh, defense. Even though, regardless of uh, you know, I look. I mean, just. Last year against quarterbacks, I mean, they've been killing, killing quarterbacks. And if it's a rookie quarterback, away game. Yeah. Rookie. Yeah. Uh, I know Kyler Murray, you got to give him a lot of uh, props for last week. He showed tenacity. He came back. You know, he had a horrible first half. And, you know, he he performed. He performed. You know, they went overtime. They ended up tying. But, you know, uh, against the Ravens, no. Nah, Sorry, nah, nah, away nah. at in Baltimore. Don't yeah, stay. Uh, don't not even in daily. Stay yeah. away from Kyle Murray. Kyle yeah. Murray. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. Stay away. Uh, the Ravens <laughs> thirteen and over. I got the Ravens actually covering that. I, I like the Ravens here at home. Uh, thirteen and a half is the spread, so I have them covering. And you know, obviously, they're, they're going to win if they cover. And the over under is forty six and a half. I'll take the under because I think this game is going to be more like Patriots Steelers type numbers like where one side is dominant one side has a lot good amount of points and the other side gets a really low amount of points you know what i mean but i don't think they're gonna score like like they did last week against that i just i think i take the under no i i cardinals defense is not that great so i, I just think against a rookie quarterback where they could really stop you know what i mean i just i think it's not a great offensive line either i so. know but you know they they do have a, a very offensive minded high volume uh offense so i do expect them to score you know garbage time they're, that's where they're going to get their points. They might not get it at the, the first three quarters, but the, the the last quarter they might expect them to score maybe 10, 14 points, and that's what's gonna, where we're going to put them over. You know, So I got them going over and Baltimore covering the points, yes. Gotcha. Uh, Cowboys at the Redskins. I have them both losing. I uh, don't like any one of them here. They're both losing, so it's going to be a tie. No, they're both going to just lose somehow. Oh, they just going to lose. That's interesting. I don't. I don't think that ever, ever happened in NFL history. It was a bad joke. Leave me alone. I just don't like when I. Talk it is about NFL one hundred. So you never know. Things like this might happen. I don't like talking about other teams, especially in our division. Like God, we lose either way. It's like you know. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. But but let's you know uh, being unbiased about it. I mean, I just um, the Redskins were a big surprise last week. But what did they get? They did against a good Philadelphia uh, defense last week. It was really good. Um, the first half. Yeah, the first half. The first half, it was really surprising what they really, really did. I mean, it really was. I mean, um, but still, it just shows that maybe the Redskins team is not that much of a pushover that we thought they were going to be. Terry McLaurin, I wouldn't play him yet. I wouldn't play him yet. The Cowboys defense is also very, very good. I really wouldn't look to play him yet because of the fact that uh, we just, I, I just I would just wait and see. Like I would give Marquise Brown 
a shot with Tyreek Hill being out. Would I give Terry McLaurin a shot being out? Not really. I mean, he seems like he could be the real deal. He seems to be like one of the more talented wide receivers out of this group. So maybe he could really end up being involved and do really well for this team and the in fantasy football in general. I I just wait another week. Not to say that he doesn't have the potential to do good or the uh, capabilities of doing good. It could be possible. I would just wait. That'd be a gamble. I mean, if you want to take a shot at him on a daily on a flex, I mean on a, on a uh, as a flex player on a on a daily game, yeah, do that. But it's it's just don't 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 expect much. Not to say they can't do much. I would just wait. We don't have enough data to really assume that he's always going to do good. You know what I mean? I, I like him. I like him. You know, he had a good enough uh, amount of targets, seven targets. That's enough. And he has played a good amount of snaps. He was ten, He was the wide receiver, but he receiver just to see, You know, like he did against a good uh, Philadelphia defense, but the Cowboy defense I think is better than the Philly defense. So I I just don't know, man. I don't know if they – I think they're going to – when they watch the game tape, they're going to get him, understand him a little bit more. So – yeah, well, you know, if you know, there's too much unknowns, there's too much unknowns about know. him. We so, do, we only saw the good. There's always a bad to somebody. We haven't seen some bad yet. Yeah, the recommendation I guess will be just hold. Just yeah, just hold, hold for hold, a week. assess. I have him in. I have him. I have him in our league. Just yeah. holding on to him. Just waiting. Yeah, um, but you're definitely going to be starting Adrian Peterson. You start. Chris yeah, Thompson. You, Chris you, Thompson to me is a start. Chris Thompson to me is not a definite start. It depends on who you have out. Like you know what I mean. Like, well, if you lost guys and then someone had. If you lost guys, if you're you know uh, if Joe Mixon ends up not playing, um, yeah, because I think it's another situation where they probably play a little bit from behind and with guys definitely being out. Uh, AJ, you know, I rather play Chris Thompson over AGP, So I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, I, I agree there because they for most likely they're going to be playing from behind. Yeah, you know they're going to be playing a negative game script, and Chris Thompson is going to be the one that's going to excel. The, cow- the Cowboys, everybody's a go. I do recommend people. I've done this in our dynasty league, especially even more so in a dynasty league. I do recommend to keep on your watch list, not necessarily on your bench. If it's in a dynasty, keep him on your bench, but on your watch list, keep an eye on Blake Jarwin. Uh, he did really well last year. I liked him a lot. I was thinking about all year about picking him up. Who am I going to drop Blake Jarwin for? Then after his performance, I did it finally last night because I was thinking about, like, damn, I think this guy's going to do really good. Uh, you know, J- Jason Witten, I know, was still involved, you know, but Blake Jarwin has done really well. He catched the first out of the four t- touchdown passes last week from Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott looked really good. Kellen Moore has that offense looking really, really scary, really dangerous. Uh, granted, they did it to our New York Giants last week. Who Our defense has no idea what they're doing. But the point is their offense did look really good. So all other Cowboys players are a go. Dak Prescott is a definite play here. Zeke, of course, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. I would wait a bit on a, a Randall Cobb. I'm not crazy about the Randall Cobb play well, this week. You know, uh, Washington allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, uh, you know, if, if if you're very high on Dallas Cowboys and most likely if you're a Cowboys fan, Hey, what? Take a shot with Randall Cobb. Um, I won't do it though. I won't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> taking a shot, with Randall Cobb. I wouldn't yeah. recommend it in dynasty leagues. You know, in, in super deep leagues, then yeah, you could my, super my, my, deep league. But yeah, I just really wouldn't recommend it though. I would stay away from it. But Blake Jarwin, somebody I would keep at least on your watch list because he. I think. I think in the not so distant future, he's going to be a popular waiver wire pickup. And uh, especially when the tight ends, when the bye weeks start happening, so I think he's going to be a popular waiver wire pickup and. Uh, it, you know, you could already have him on your bench. So that's my advice to you. Keep your eye on Blake Jarwin. If not, if you can, if you can spare the spot, add him to your roster. Uh, I got the Cowboys winning this game. They'll cover the spread by five. And I I got the over. 46 and a half, I got the over. I got the under 46 and a half, and I got the Cowboys winning. 
All right, so let's move on to the Colts versus the Titans. Also, uh, whoop, what did I do here? I moved around too much. So Colts versus the Titans. Um, Devin Funches, we know, is injured. Devin Funches, we know, is out. I mean, you're 100%. You're going to start Marlon Mack and T.Y. Hilton. Now, the Titans' defense is nothing also to ignore. It's not a bad defense. It's a pretty strong, solid defense. Is it the most scariest? No. Is it the weakest? No. It's right there in the middle of the pack, but more on the upside of better than worse. Yeah. Still, Marlon Mack did really well yesterday. T.Y. Hilton, the thing that, that I love the most about T.Y. Hilton last week is the fact that he got his... Uh, two touchdowns in the red zone. He got looked in the red zone. It wasn't like those deep passes that he got from Andrew Luck. It was in the red zone, and he did really, really well. Uh, he had that wide receiver one type week. Uh, he has another chance of doing it this week. I think this defense is a little stronger because of the fact that the Chargers lost um, Derwin James, so maybe that's what hurt it a little bit more for the Chargers. Yeah. But still, the Chargers were also a good defense. And he still scored the two touchdowns on him. So, and you know, he got his yards, he got his targets. He was still, you know, the favorite wide receiver out there. So, uh, you know, play him hundred percent. Look at him. I, I, I love Ty Hilton this week. I hope he continues it up. And I'm, I'm remember without Andrew Luck, there's always that chance of him taking those regressions, falling back. I don't know if he scores two touchdowns again, but I just think he has another very productive day. Uh, Paris Campbell, you got to keep an eye on, and Deion Kane. I wouldn't play any of them. I won't, yeah, I won't play them, but let's say you're in a deep league and let's say you lost out on the waiver wire on these guys. Hey, it, it, just take these guys before the stock goes up. You know, there might be a chance. Buy in low, you know, and Paris Campbell or Deion Kane. I think I like Deion Kane because he's going to take more of the Devin Funches role. You know, he's a big body guy from Clemson. And, you know, he had a great, excellent camp, you know. And uh, even last year, although he had, you know, unfortunate injuries. Uh, so, if you have a roster spot, might as well take a shot. See what happens. I, I wouldn't take a shot on one of the roster spots in those guys. No, I, no. It, in redraft leagues, you're looking about like a five six player bench, and it's it's too you know more likely not there. If you have like like we do a dynasty in a fourteen with like, team league. No, not even. I, I no. Right. I, my fourteen team league, I have like six bench spots, and I still have a bunch of other players that I would rather have there. Well, I, the thing is that Devin Funchins was a you know he was a he was drafted you know so. You know, Deion Kane or Paris Campbell. They, Paris Campbell, I'd rather have on than Deion Kane. I wouldn't right. put Deion Kane on yet at all. All right. Well, you know, like, just keep an eye on them. You know, I, I guess just put them on your watch list. All right. Uh, watch list, yeah, but that's about it. Um, so, A.J. Brown, I know everybody was excited to see him get uh, over 100 yards in his debut as a rookie, but yeah. you got to understand, though, he just, he only ran 16 routes. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, that was the thing that's most concerning. I mean, he made the most out of his three catches. Uh, and he had one of his one of his catches was fifty six yards, yeah. And he had a hundred yards, so that's what the thing is most. I mean, he's still not owned in a ton of leagues. He's still only a, he's only owned in seven percent of ESPN leagues. So a lot of people didn't really jump on that, and for good reasons. So I wouldn't play him this week either. AJ Brown, um, you know, man your expectations, mind your expectations. Derrick Henry, I would play. I mean, you know, we we both feel like we're not that high on Derrick Henry, but he did kill yesterday. So maybe Derrick Henry is pretty much telling us shut up, BFB. <laughs> he's like BFB. BFB, I'm gonna make shut up. I'm gonna make you a believer. Damn it! Especially with the the Colts allowed the most points to running backs, thirty nine point eight points. So, uh, you know, you have no choice but to start him. You drafted him already. You got to start him, man. Expect him to score points. And yeah, and as far as uh, Delaney Walker, you got to start him too. Yeah, Delaney Walker is always a solid, solid start. Um, so I have the Colts winning this game. Uh, 
Who's negative three? Titans? Oh, Titans. Titans are favorite. Favorite by three, right? Negative three, you know what I mean? So the Colts are getting three points. I have the Colts winning this game, and I will take the over. I got the Titans at home. They had a good show in defense. It seems like their defense is even getting better. And um, I, I think, uh, you know, if this was Andrew Luck, then I would have I taken the Colts here away. But it's not. So give me the Titans and give me the under. I think this is going to be, you know, it's a division matchup. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think yeah. it's going to be uh, over and Colts. Okay. Uh, Seahawks and Steelers. Talk to me a little bit about this game, Dougie. Seahawks and Steelers, uh, Steelers had a very, very poor showing with the Patriots. And uh, Steelers are playing at home. And one thing we know about Ben Roethlisberger at home is that he does good at home. Away games, he's horrible. So, you know, they're, you know if you drafted him, I don't know why you drafted him, but, you know, they might, you know, you, you could take a shot with him, I guess. But, uh, you know, DK Metcalf, I, he's, he, he, he's a start. I think he's a start. Out of all the wide receivers there, you know, like Tyler Locker is nursing an injury. So I, don't think he's, I don't think he's a start. You don't think so? He had a good amount of targets. Still, I don't think he's a start. I like him better in daily than I do in redraft. You like him in daily better? I like him in daily better because I don't think his, his cost is going to be all that high. I like yeah. I like the chances of him in a daily play than I do in redraft. Uh, well, I, I, th- I consider him a start. You know, the Steelers' defense is not that great either. So, uh, Tyler Lockett, you know, you can start him, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson. Those are guys you would start. And um, as far as in the Steelers' side, you're going to start everyone everyone else too, you know? Vance McDonald, I don't know. I might be putting him on the bench this week for Darren Waller. Oh, if you have Darren Waller, yeah, I'll definitely start Darren Waller over. Uh, you know, I, I will more than likely be starting Darren Waller or Vance McDonald this week because I, even if I'm wrong, I'd rather just try to play with some, play it safe with somebody that I feel is going to definitely be involved in that offense with Darren Waller as opposed to Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald, I feel, has more upside. I feel like at this point right now, I said it last week, the one I'm scared about is Vance McDonald, and I think that he is the riskier play, that he is he has more upside, but Darren Waller is the safer play. All right, TJ Hawkinson or Vance McDonald? Vance McDonald. Yeah, me too. All right, I agree there. Uh, <laughs> TJ Hawkinson is going against the Chargers, and the Chargers only allowed 3.2 fantasy points. So, yeah, give me Vance McDonald at home. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but I think I'm going to play Darren Waller this week over Vance McDonald. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely will do that. Darren Waller for sure. He's definitely. I'm not uh, dropping Vance McDonald yet. No, I won't. No, I won't drop. I, I, I'll look to trade some him away. Do some, <laughs> some people do some panic drops. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably look to trade him away. I'm not going to lose him for nothing. You know. Yeah, but uh, a sneaky start. I think is James, James Washington. I don't think so. I think he'll be a sneaky start here. I think, especially in uh, in dailies, this is a player that you should take a gamble with. And, you know, especially when you're talking about, you know, high tournament uh, games, leagues. So, James Washington could be a sneaky star here. He might excel. You might get him for a good price. Eh, I don't agree. Uh, Steelers are favorite. Minus four here. 46 and a half. I have the Seahawks covering. I got them winning. I have the, I have the Seahawks here and the over. And the over as well. Yeah, all right. I have okay. the Seahawks winning. All right, Bills at Giants. Talk to me, Flex. Uh, talk to you. Okay. Uh, like Devin Singletary here a lot. I feel like he's going to be still emerge more as the pass catcher, uh, especially as Josh Allen, as we know, he has a cannon for an arm, but he's not the most accurate thrower out there. Um, Devin Singletary, I like better. I like a lot. Um, so I think he's going to, you know, I'll play Frank Gore. Like, you know, we saw, you know, I'm not saying he's going to rush for another 17 yards, 
like per carry like it did last week. But I just think he has the ability to do that. I think he's a good play this week. Um, I'm considering playing him this week, possibly over uh, Marvin Jones, actually, in one of my leagues. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think considering it. I'm not saying I'm doing it, but it's something I'm definitely letting rattle around in my brain, thinking about a little bit. So I'm tinkering with, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sterling Shepard looks like he's going to be able to play this weekend. He's under the concussion protocol. Remember, always follow us at BFB Podcast for Instagram and for Twitter. We keep you updated as best as possible. Our Twitter is not the greatest, unfortunately, but our Instagram is always on fire, always on point. So uh, stay up to date with that. Evan Ingram is surefire uh, tight end one, the highest scoring tight end last week. He has another great opportunity to do it this week. Uh, you know, great chance. Bill's defense is very good. Uh, the greatest, not the greatest, but also very, 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 very good. Better than the Titans, I would say. So, um, yeah, for the you know Saquon, you definitely saw you're not even thinking about it. Josh Allen, uh, if he's a sneaky play, I like here. If you have him, I, like I know him. some people picked him up. I don't mind that. Granted, with the interceptions that he threw last week and all this and that and third, he still had does a lot with his legs, and he's still a. Very, I think he's a good quarterback. Granted, the inaccuracy of his throws, I still find him as a very good quarterback. So. I don't mind Josh Allen with this play. The Giants defense does not look good at all. It look it's kind of lost. It looks a little bit, you know. So yeah, uh, Josh Allen. You know, he Jets defense is a lot better than the Giants defense right now. And, yeah, and he played the Jets, you know, and he's playing the Giants in the same stadium. So is this technically a away? It's technically a away game, but he he's already familiar with the place, and. I expect him. He's going to be a sneaky starter. I expect him to score points. Yeah. You know, I, the way I, the Dak Prescott lit up the Giants, I expect Josh Allen maybe not to lit it up through through the air. You want him to score four touchdowns against us? No, I don't want him. No, no I was like, you think he's, gonna, he's not going to score four touchdowns no, against no, us? No, so th- let me finish. I know Dak did it in the air, but I think he's going to do it through the ground. Uh, he's going to put up points. I don't think like Dak Prescott points like last week. I don't think that. He might, and that's because of the, the the ground. He might get you. He might yards, not because rushing. the offense of the Bills is not as good as the offense of the Cowboys. I know, but so the that's why he's not. Defense gonna, is not that good. He did. He he gave me fifteen points last week against the Jets. Yeah, no, and no, he no. struggled. I, I I just don't. I just don't think that he's gonna. I, I think that's a big big difference comparison. Twenty points. No, you see him at twenty points. No, I got him at twenty. points. I see him at seventeen. I got him twenty points. Okay. So uh, I I expect Josh. And twenty points is nowhere near Dak Dak Prescott numbers. <laughs> no, nah, well I, I actually. First, I wanted to see if you see him doing twenty, and I was going to bring it up to twenty-five. Yeah, no, but you know, I, I definitely see him over twenty. I could mm. see, I could see him doing twenty. I see like 17, 18 points. Uh, I see him twenty-two, twenty-five points for it's sure. Not what he could do; it's what he's going to do, and I think he's going to put up seventeen, eighteen points. All right, good. good. He could put up twenty-five, twenty-six. What about Smokey John Brown? I think he's going to be shadowed a lot by Jen, uh, by Jenkins, by Jack Rabbit. So yeah. I think it's going to be a harder matchup for him. I don't think it's going to be that good of a matchup for John Brown. Also, John Brown, remember, he well, he kills a lot with his speed. He kills a lot with the deep threats. And like I said, uh, Josh Allen. I like John Brown for the rest of the year. I like him a lot. I definitely like him a lot. I just want to get another week to get the confidence to really uh, recommend to plug him in. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, uh, but, yeah, that's what. All right, well, I love uh, Smokey John Brown in this game as well. Um, Bills. I got the Giants winning this. Giants. Giants are getting two points. Yeah, I got the Giants winning this. <laughs> the Giants are the underdog at home. Yeah, I got the Giants winning this one. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I do have the Giants winning in this game. and I got the over. The over? I got the over as well. This is going to be... Uh, uh, interesting game to watch. All right, we still got a lot of games to cover and let's little go. time to do it. So let's get through this as efficiently as possible. Um, the 49ers and the Bengals. 
All right. So with the 49ers and the Bengals, uh, just keep your eye on Joe Mixon as we know that he's questionable to start. This is the best case scenario if he starts in this game and plays. It's a good game for him, too. The 49ers defense is also not the greatest defense in the world. If Joe Mixon plays, I expect him to have some pretty big numbers. Uh, John Ross, like I said, I think it was, you know, more fool's gold. Don't fall for it. I think Tyler Boyd, I like a lot here. Um, so I, I definitely like the Tyler Boyd play better. I wouldn't rush in and play John Ross. Can I be wrong? I think I can, but I know I can, but this is in this situation. I don't think I am. So John Ross, I think is overrated. So, uh, watch out for that. Um, Matt Breida is a great play here. Like Matt Breida a lot. George Kittle, you play and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, I don't see any, like, the thing is with the 49ers, their wide receiver core is just, like, so up in the air. You don't know who's going to do what yet. Like, Dante Pettis got dropped in so many leagues already, and I think that was a little bit too premature to drop him in so many leagues, Dante Pettis. Yeah, a lot of people are down on Dante Pettis. I'm down on Dante Pettis as well, but I still think it's premature to give up on him. I think the the wide receiver to watch is Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. I know, uh, I guess this is the, you know, the theme for this season so far is rookie wide receivers, but... uh. Hey, Debo Samuel might have an opportunity here. Uh, as far as uh, the you know the the rest of the offense, you definitely gonna start George Kittle. I love Matt Breed in this game, and um, yeah, I, I think we're good. We're on the same page here. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. I got the Bengals winning this game. I so got going to cover the one point five spread. All right. Uh, also, as far as the wide receivers for the Bengals, uh. Hey, look! Look what the Niners did with the with wide receivers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, I know Winston had a dreadful game, but you know, you're talking about good good wide receivers that did poor had a poor showing. So just be wary on that as well. All right, especially if you're thinking or even well, considering you know, starting Sherman. John Ross. You know, yeah, I so, wouldn't start John Ross. So. Yeah, so don't 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 even start John Ross. Let's see what if the Niners uh, secondary is a real deal, and and, and reassess next week. Uh, I do like. The Bengals in this game at home. And okay. I expect this to go under as well. I got this over. Over? Yeah. Right. Chargers and Lions. Uh, so the the Chargers and the Lions game, so we know that on Johnson is going to be more of a committee. You're definitely going to have to play him anyways, what you spent with them. Just tamper expectations with them. I, I would just say, I, well, you know, Sometimes if you if you expect less from somebody and you know if you expect somebody to you know to do less and then you get more out of it, it's more rewarding that way. So don't expect too much from Carry On Johnson. Um, it's still a very good defense with the Chargers over there. Uh, I know you were saying about the Chargers losing all those players. I still like Philip Rivers a whole lot. I mean, if Kyler Murray could put up about three hundred yards, Philip Rivers could definitely put up QB one numbers again. Um, He's still a very good quarterback, still has a dominant wide receiver with Keenan Allen, still has two very good pass-catching backs with Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler. I do so, like. I think Justin J- Jackson is a startable flex in this game. No. Because uh, they have two players that are not going to play, Hunter Henry and the possibility of... Yeah, but Austin Eckler, we, we thought it was going to be a 50-50 split at the beginning. No, Austin Eckler just dominated. So I don't think Justin Jackson is going to get enough carries this week or like snaps this week to be a start. That's your opinion. This is my opinion. I think he's a startable flex, okay. Justin Jackson. So Marchetti says you could start him. I say don't start him. All right, all right. Um, but uh, Keenan Allen is going to have a monster game. Yeah, Keenan Allen is going to have a definite, definite monster game. I mean, he's going to have Darius Slay looking after him, but still, Keenan Allen is still a really good uh, wide receiver, and Philip Rivers is still a very good quarterback at this day and age. I expect 15-plus targets. Yeah, 
I mean, I'd see like a, like a lot of, uh, lot, you know, feeding Keating Allen. But like I said, he does have Darius Slade covering him. So, it's yeah. One player, you know, the hottest waiver pickup, especially for tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Do not start TJ Hawkinson in this game. Chargers only allow 3.2 fantasy points. I mentioned it before. Uh, I'll, I'll just say sit him on this game and just, you know, reassess. You know, he is only a rookie. Uh, so we got to calm down a little bit. But I like him. TJ Gronkinson. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, all right, so I got I got the Chargers actually winning this game. Uh, give me the Chargers here. They're going to cover it. The Lions are also no. The you know what? Dogs at home. You know what? I, I give me the Lions here, man. Wow! I'm gonna go with the Lions here. Wow! They're getting two and a half points at home. Uh, you know the Chargers uh, did lose a couple of offensive players, so I don't expect them to score as much. I definitely see this uh, under. So Detroit and the under, and you and you like the Chargers? Yeah. And the over or under? Under. Under forty eight points is a lot, I think. Yeah, for this matchup at least. Yeah. Uh Vikings and Packers. Talk to me, Dougie. Vikings and Packers. Um I know Kirk Cousins. I know you're a Kirk Cousins owner. I have him in the dynasty, but as my QB two, luckily. Only had ten pass attempts. Well, they dominated <laughs> the game. What do you want? They dominated the game. But one of his thankfully one of his passes went to uh, you know, like a long pass around dealing for a touchdown and he ran another one in, which salvages fantasy football day. Yeah, but ten ten. They dominated that way, and Dalvin Cook killed. What do you want? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That, so you definitely, yo, Dalvin Cook looked like the real deal. You know, he looked awesome with his cuts. He's hey, I always said Dalvin Cook is a tremendous running back. He just doesn't stay healthy. I know the Packers have the, uh, you know, beat off their uh, front seven. So, but you know, you definitely, you know, there's no brainer. You start Dalvin Cook here. Uh, I, I, I think MVS may outperform Devontae Adams. That's my hot take right now. Super hot, super crazy, yeah. Um, so you know, like who who's gonna be tar- who's gonna be covering Devontae Adams in this game? Uh, Xavier Rhodes, exactly. That's why. So I see MVS being the guy here, the wide receiver to play in this game. You de- obviously gonna play Devontae Adams in this game, but you could MVS could be that flex guy that's gonna give you wide receiver two numbers or even uh you know wide receiver numbers, wide receiver one numbers. I right, Jimmy Graham, he had a decent showing, you know. Uh, do you start him? Yeah, I guess you could start him. You know, it's the it is the tight ends. You know, uh, Geronimo Allison. I like him in D, He's a DFS play. I like him. I know he had zero zero donuts against the Bears, but you know, uh, he there might be a different type of game script here, and he might be uh, involved heavily. And of course, you you start in Diggs and Adam Thielen here. I didn't start uh, Stefan Diggs in my last in my first week matchup. Because, you know, obviously he had, you know, the hamstring injury. And uh, and I don't like playing wide receivers, especially when they have a lingering hamstring injury. So I'm considering starting him in this week matchup. In this game, I like the Packers to win it. You like the Packers to win it? I like the Packers to win it, and I like the over. Uh, I think that Kirk Cousins is going to throw more than 10 times this game because I think the Packers are going to see that. So That's a hot take. Yo, That's st- a very hot take there, bro. <laughs> Stop. Kirk Cousins? Are you going to start Kirk Cousins? Yeah. You're going to start him? Yeah. Yeah, because he's going to have more than... Well, he's my he's my quarterback. What are they, I'm not going to not start a quarterback. It's like Kirk Cousins or you don't... I'd rather start nobody. Like, no, come on. Hey, you know? just, uh, Kirk Cousins or Josh Allen? Kirk Cousins. Hmm. I think I like Josh Allen. Do so, you have a man yeah. crush? Yeah. All right, so I got the Packers going. Uh, I, I do like the Packers winning this game. And I have the under... I don't think there's going to be a lot of points here. I got the over. 
So uh, the Jaguars and the Texans, we last game that we talk about for today, which is the last day game uh, of Sunday, the Jaguars and the Texans, uh, the Jaguars defense, as much as it got torched up by the Chiefs, I think no defense can hold the Chiefs. Honestly, this year, the Jaguars defense still was not the worst ever. The thing that surprised me most about the Jaguars is if you watch that game and you see like after every hit, after almost every play, somebody was getting into an altercation with somebody else. It's just it looks disgruntled for me what they have over there in Jacksonville, like undisciplined. It, it just looks a little wild. Like it's, it, I don't know. Maybe they were getting frustrated by Pat Mahomes torching them up as much as they did, but it, you know, still it looked weird. Um, yeah, I, I saw the game a little bit, you know, like um, the, uh, the recap and there was a lot of broken plays and broken tackles. And that shows not, a, not a, that, what that shows me is not, a lot of effort. Well, the thing that, that that's really concerning. Yeah, but the thing is, we're saying a lot more to me more this game. The most thing that is that the Texans' defensive offensive line is just so bad. They are bad. Yeah. Deshaun Watson deserves so much better. He's such a good quarterback. The Jaguars, as much as the the, the Texans have a decent offense, and you're going against Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, the Jaguars still a good play of defense here because they're going to get a good amount of sacks. And if you're if you're in a league where the sacks are worth one point for your defensive team, they're gonna get a decent amount of sacks over here. So and they may even force a fumble or two or maybe an interception or so because of the fact I still like the Sean Watson, he's still a guaranteed play. So is the Andre Hopkins. You don't even think about the Andre Hopkins at all. Um but yeah, I I, uh, I definitely and, and also I know Carlos Hyde started over Duke Johnson. I yeah. still like Duke. I still like Duke Johnson though. He's gonna do what Duke Johnson's gonna do. What he does, you know. He gets like a couple. He gets, he's gonna get like his fifty yards rushing. He's gonna get like his sixty yards catching off like four or five catches. So I still like Duke Johnson. Yeah, just re- just remember, uh, Duke Johnson was an effective flex player with limited touches, and even if he gets limited touches with the Texans, I, th- I think it's gonna be more of a fifty fifty. He's still a startable running back. Yeah, he's startable. He's he, you know he. You can start him as a flex or RB two. I think he's gonna give you numbers. There's gonna be days, you know, his ceiling, uh, not that high. It's not gonna be high. He's not gonna win you weeks, but you know, he's also gonna. I feel like he's gonna be one of those consistent players that's gonna give you constant double digit. Numbers. On his team now with the Texans and his role there, especially with only Carlos Hyde, only the fight for the touches with him, not for nothing. Uh, he's going. He's like that running back that I always mentioned that's going to give you just a decent amount of points to get by for the week. Not yeah. going to like kill, but he's going to give you a decent amount of points. Like I have Joe Mixon, and if he doesn't play, I'm playing Duke Johnson in that league where I own Duke Johnson. Uh, he's pretty much uh, Lamar Miller, but with a higher uh, floor. Duke Johnson? Yeah. And he doesn't throw the ball. Lamar Miller? No, you said Duke Johnson is a Lamar Miller, but with a higher floor. Yeah, higher floor, yeah. But Duke Johnson doesn't throw the ball, so he can't be like Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. Oh, Lamar Jackson. I was thinking. There you go. <laughs> Come on, Thank bro, you. What? I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm thinking bro? Lamar Jackson. I'm okay. tired, man. Don't mind me. <laughs> All right. But uh over here. My bad. <laughs> hey, um, Texas defense is not that great. W- would you start any of the wide receivers for the Jaguars? I would start uh DD Westbrook if that's what you're looking at. Depend like I have Tariq Hill out, and I'm thinking between him and DJ Shark. I have them both on the same team. Uh wow. You have two Jaguar I wide like, receivers in the same team. Listen, Garden Minshew, which if you look at the look at BAB podcast, I posted that funny picture of him looking like uh, Ray Finkel, like I said he does. Uh, but Garden Minshew didn't look bad. He really. I'm not saying he's going to be great, but he looked like at least like 
He didn't look Josh Rosen s. You know what I mean? Like jo- yeah. <laughs> Josh Rosen s. Uh, Josh Rosen threw an interception, I think, uh, against the. He did on the second pass. On the second pass against uh, the Ravens. In Josh, in Josh Rosen's defense, though, he's always thrown on really bad teams, though, at bad situations. At least let's give him that much. All right. Anyhow, the, the point is though, like he didn't look too bad guarding Minshew. He really didn't look that bad at all. Um, I like Didi a little more because he seems to be like the favorite on that team. But he did, you know, connect with DJ Shark still, so. I wouldn't mind any of them if you needed to play. Like I said, if you're somebody like me who has Tyreek Hill out and you had to fill in a wide receiver, depending. I mean, I would try my best to stay away from it, but these are not guys like I'm mad at. You know what I mean? Like I would stay. I would rather play DJ Shark or DD Westbrook over John Ross. So yeah, I, I think um, I'm, I, I guess I do agree with you there. Yeah, for sure. And um, last thing, uh, since we we're talking about uh, buy, buy lows, would you? Trade for Leonard Fournette. I know we didn't mention him. No, you won't trade for him. No. So you you try to sell him if you had him. No, I I, I wouldn't you want just, him. If I had him, yeah, I would want to get rid of him. <laughs> you get rid of him. Yeah, I, I like I, him. I think I, I like him. Uh, I think he's gonna do a decent. He's gonna have a decent showing against the Texans. Not crazy about Fournette. All right. All right. So uh, that's it for the episode that we had today. Uh, who do we? Have oh yes. Let's talk about that. Again. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have the Texas. Uh, Texas are favored by eight and a half. I have the Texas winning, but they're not going to cover the spread. Really? Yeah. At home? They're going to win by like six. No, I six, have them seven. You're going against a rookie quarterback. I think the quarterback at a. I have the away Texas game. winning, but I don't have them coming in the spread. Yeah, I have the Texans covering. I have the under. I have the over here. Okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. So that's once again, uh, now it's the end of the show. We'll be back tomorrow, party people, to cover the rest of the games of the four o'clock games and the Monday night and the Sunday night and Monday night games. We'll be back for that. We'll talk about tonight's game. Hope you're watching the game and you're enjoying it. Once again, if you wanted to go, check out overlaydfs.com. Uh, follow us at BFB Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, Fantasy Life app, Better Fantasy Bureau. Hit us up on any of your starts and questions at any given time. Party people, success on the lesson on your week two. That's a beautiful face.